Hello everyone. In this podcast, I am sitting down with uh, Sindhil Pandyapan, President and CEO of Senavit, to get his business views of the IT security landscape. Hi, Sindhil. Hi, Deepak. How are you? Uh, fine, doing fine. How about yourself? Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I just was just curious to know how uh, you know about how you built Senavit and where you you come from, and uh, you can just uh, briefly tell us more about. how you built sanav it's a very interesting journey so if you can share your views it's be great yeah absolutely so sanavit has been existence over 10 years now as a company we started uh, in the infrastructure service, infrastructure and application services uh, mostly in the administration side and uh, that's where we gained a lot of expertise in the enterprise applications uh, part of it building all the on prem security uh, identity and access type of thing uh, not only that and also we manage the erp application database we slowly transition into all the cloud platforms uh, with the advent of aws we manage uh, aws uh, platforms and various aws solutions and other cloud solutions Uh, then last three four years and all we we leverage all of our enterprise experience integration experience and uh, uh, the cloud platform cloud application experience um, into enhanced uh, into a security because all the security products need integration and are basically supporting the business applications so that's where we are focusing on identity and access management portfolio our vision is taking this iam solution from sso this mfa um, identity governance and administration privilege access management uh, we wanted to drive this all the way to manage soc or soc as a service that's our vision Okay. So, uh, what are the emerging trends you feel that in the cyber security space in the coming years? How do you see that uh, uh, galloping further? Emerging trend in the cyber security space. That is a pretty interesting question. The emerging trend. That's like every day the new trends are emerging. That's the beauty of this whole thing. Uh, so with the advent of cloud and cloud products, and very many people have a good idea at protecting some part of it, they come up with a new product. So the emerging trends is like going to be um, the, uh, the supporting all the IoT devices and uh, supporting uh, the the cognitive uh, or uh, the, the self-driving cars and how do you manage the identity and also the emerging trend one of the thing will be you know, all the how do you manage the identity and uh, no password basically using a retina scan or facial recognition or fingerprinting or whatever other technology is available how do you deliver that as a service uh, so that way you know identity is uh, uh, managed in one place and then the, the access uh, part of it is done another thing so that is what those are the technologies coming up but overall in a in a enterprise spectrum if you will if you look at the whole thing so many technologies coming people are buying so many products and then trying to secure but are they really securing that is the biggest question so the uh, with so many products if you don't really really look at what that product is going what alerts they are generating what logs they are generating uh, actually it's no point in really doing that you know like so that's why a lot of uh, uh, apm products or a lot of uh, uh, orchestration products are available these days security orchestration automation response is going to be the future that kind of uh, 
can try to gather all those uh, logs and alerts together in one single place and uh, using the ALI and MI capabilities, people call AI ops as well, uh, to uh, kind of see the RCA. RCA is a single vision. You have like 20 different security products, but you have a single vision of alert, certain alert, what, how it's behaved in each and every uh, uh, department, and then our then how do you take action? Some of them driven by AIML uh, to kind of through self-learning and uh, some of them is human attention. So that is what I think emerging next to the next few years, um, Deepak, in okay, my opinion. Great. Okay, great. So, I mean, uh, by and large, if you see around uh, the business, what is happening in the business around is basically a lot of business are moving in the cloud, onto the cloud cloud infrastructure, basically. So how do you see this uh, market evolving for the IAMs I am vendors. <clears throat> um, so I, it's a, it's a, it's a cloud. It's inevitable. Last ten years back, you know, people think a lot of people even I heard in my enterprise world think that cloud will die because nobody will go. Once uh, you people move to AWS, they have security concern, they come back to on-prem. Uh, but nowadays, you know, like uh, the cloud is uh, de facto standard. So that's that applies to any IAM or cloud vendors. It's, that's why if you look at even the critical uh, SIM applications, you know, like uh, Splunk or Fortisim, uh, they also provide the full cloud capability. They deliver and uh, as their products as a service or a hosted model. So um, it's, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to evolve, and a lot of innovation will happen. But that will happen through cloud. Okay, great. Uh, you know, what is the thoughts? What are your thoughts on the emerging technologies such as AI and ML playing a part in the IAM space? You see some sort of an integration happening, or is it still there? How do you view views? No, this is the, the, the with the with the current technology uh, the framework. Um, it it makes it easier to embrace any two new technology comes in. Maybe we are talking about AI and um, ML, and then maybe we'll be talking about something else. But end of the day, from the day one, any technology comes in that has to support uh, the enterprise or any uh, support businesses, and also it has to protect the business assets or their intellectual properties. That is the end goal. Having said that, any technology comes, uh, new technology or current AI, AML, how do you leverage to support the business to be more efficient, more secure, and uh, for the benefit of this uh, humankind? Uh, that is how it's going to evolve. It, it's been evolving for so many years. It continues to evolve like that in the future as well. Is there any some sort of preparedness already from the vendor side as uh, uh, like already products are already deployed or uh, still in uh, yet to deploy? Uh, how's that uh, panning out? No, this is the current modern modern companies, modern vendors <clears throat> are really, really good in that respect. They are really ahead of the curve. And uh, most of the companies embracing AI and AML, uh, some of the products they are making AI ops as a part of their framework. But uh, yep, everybody is kind of embracing. That's, that's, that's how we know that's uh, embracing new technologies, the only way to get the competitive advantage. Even our partners, lot of our partners, whether Fortisem or Octa uh, or any other uh, company, they already started working on it and see how do they use AI ML to kind of minimize the human intervention at the same time 
I mean, I minimize the human errors at the same time, automate, and then it even the AI capabilities protect you uh, in the night while you're sleeping. So that, that's that been there. And that's, all, all the growing companies, they want to embrace the new technology for sure. Okay, uh, as an industry expert, and you've been seeing the, uh, you've been following the space, industry secretaries, uh, IT security space for a long time. So you see that, um, you know, there must be obviously there must be some best practices concerning IAM. I just wanted to understand your thoughts about how this best practices best practices exist in the industry as far as IAM goes. So the best practices. Uh, so best there is nothing called best practices, right? So there's nothing. Uh, the best practices are one thing which uh, we implement uh, with the utmost. Uh, uh, efficiency and then at most uh, secure secured manner uh, provide the best ROI for the customer whatever it does that is the best practice so yeah I think uh, the best practice in the norm generated uh, came sorry came from the olden day application of the Oracle or IBM because they have a large enterprise footprint and uh, we have to figure out what is the best practice but nowadays a lot of smaller applications uh, multiple applications together protected enterprise application there, um, if you and also made it easier under open integrations, so there's not much uh, uh, customization and stuff like that. Okay, from the best practice in in um, broader way, but best practice in every single aspect of it. Writing a code, uh, are you following the best practices based on the security? Writing this, uh, uh, deploying the code, are you following it? Preparing the environment, you are following it. Um, uh, the, the network, are you following it? The database, are you following it? Then IAM security single sign-on, are you following it? MFA, are you doing it? PAM, you're doing it. So that's what everybody have to do. So that is why, you know, like we have the DevOps, DevSecOps these days. What DevSecOps does is, whatever you call best practices is really kind of put into one image or and then kind of one that you put into the process then you fix it fundamentally once and it will be carried out throughout the life cycle even the products and the product companies they do the same thing leverage through devsecops they are getting getting that product is robust and properly built so one time we once hit we fix it we never that should not happen again how do you fundamentally put that into the process? That's what these DevSecOps plays a role. That embraces all the best practices together. Okay, great. Uh, just for one final question, just to wrap up this uh, podcast. Uh, just your final, uh, your thoughts on how businesses should uh, embrace IAM or what's your thought? How, uh, how organizations can enable uh, maintain a good security mm -hmm. posture? So, yep, absolutely. You know, the, the IAM is uh, used to be very complex. Implementation is a huge project, multi-year, multi-million dollar project. That's all, all history. These days, IAM is like de facto standard. It has to be there in every single organization. Uh, they have anybody uses a username and password. <clears throat> so nowadays, a modern, uh, with a cloud platform, a lot of companies providing IDAS platforms. Say IDAS is like identity as a service. Uh, so this is very easy. Each application, 10, 15 minutes to kick start and then get up and running. So having said that, uh, the, every algorithm is a must and every power organization should, should have to stay 
ahead uh, or stay on par with at least the, the global competition. So this is customer. Uh, so that we, we need to customer, we meet the customer expectations, customer uh, build the credibility for the customer. That is, that is most important thing. How we build the customer uh, credibility is to show that your environment is really secure and you are protecting customers assets. So how, if you build that trust, and you are in the game <clears throat> with the, with the, all the global competition and global access, also global threat for security for security from every aspects uh, of the system. So you need to show some con show some credibility to build the customer confidence. Having said that, this is important. I think it's not like prepared, but they have to have that uh, at least basics of high IAM to get started <clears throat> to stay stay in in, a, in the uh, stay with uh, and gain customer confidence. Okay, uh, great, Sandal. Thanks. Uh, I think it's been uh, a really thoughtful, thoughtful uh, from the security uh, industry perspective. It's been, I think, uh, most of us uh, have a lot to learn from this uh, podcast. Thanks for your time, Sandal. Thank you. Thank you very much.